Hi, listeners. Welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi, Alana. Hi, Sam. <laughs> the last podcast I'm talking about, you know, maybe it was worth it that I went out, all that stuff. I got COVID, so no, it wasn't worth it. And I, <laughs> I, and I wish I didn't. So I had to update you guys. I have four friends that got COVID over the holidays. I feel like everybody's getting sick. I think my mom got sick too. So, I mean, yeah. it was good because we were all in the house together and we weren't really doing anything. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I just feel like it's been what we even said this four years. It's 2024. It's been four years since COVID. And this stuff still, it'll stick around for a long time. I mean, you know, but this stuff still has the power to like change the entire course of your two weeks. It's just overwhelming. And it also really, really, really does affect your brain functioning afterwards. It does. I had a really hard time focusing on anything, feeling any type of confidence or self-worth. It's just, it's tough, like overall. And I know like being sick in general, it just, it's really hard because I think you spend a lot of time being like, oh, I should be doing this, but I just can't. And then we feel bad because we can't do the thing. And yeah, so I hope if anyone, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you and I share a lot of our personal lives and feelings on the podcast, but like you know, sometimes we get into much more personal, much more serious mental health struggles. And both of us have kind of been going through that over the past week and a half at separate points, just like pretty dark, low periods. And, you know, yours happened a little bit before mine. Mine was brought on by a very specific thing. And I kind of feel like yours was a lot of like coming down off of the holidays and also PMS stuff, which affects both of us and our emotions and things like that. And now that we're talking about the timeline of when you got COVID and then when you started to feel so bad, I'm wondering if that also has something to do with it. I think it absolutely does because I spent a a lot of days just in bed and obviously I didn't have any physical ability to, you know, move my body or work out. I would, so at night it was very weird because I physically, I couldn't do anything, but then at night my legs still felt this like restlessness of like, I was just wide awake. And so I felt, I feel like I also had so much pent up anxiety and overwhelm and stress that I just couldn't get rid of because I was sick and it just all kind of snowballed and it's just challenging. And so I just want to, I feel like while everybody's sick right now, just a reminder that it's so common in these times to just feel like everything sucks and we're not going to feel better. And I just want to remind you that it's not going to feel like this forever because I kind of wish that, I mean, you did remind me of that when I was upset. So. Well, and it's so funny because I've always been the one between the two of us to have more of these really, really, really dark places. Like I went through a pretty, I think my depression and anxiety, like it was a background character for me for a lot of my, especially the anxiety part. The depression is more brought on by the anxiety and also like weather or fights with friends. You know, it's a little bit more regulated, but the anxiety has been a constant presence in my life. And it was a pretty background character for all of middle school, all of high school. And then in college, something happened where it became a much more difficult thing to deal with. And so I had a bit of a cataclysmic event in college. And then since then, 
you know, I just feel like I had, I've had a lot of time and a lot of very pointed efforts with therapists and my family to weave this into my life because it's not going anywhere. The first time it kind of hits you, the depression part, and you're like, this can get really dark. It's very scary. Well, first, I think it's tough too, because Sam and I, you know, I think something we struggle with is having a mental health podcast and being on this podcast and us just talking about these things. And I just think it also, it, it brings a sense of guilt when we're struggling with our mental health. And I think it's something that we need to, we're going to continue figuring out how to navigate. But when we were on the phone, I reminded myself and you, like, we never said we had perfect mental health. We never said we don't struggle with these things. You know, it's part of it. So yeah, it's just, it's, a weird, interesting, tough dynamic to navigate. Do you feel like it's rare in mental health podcasts, at least like we let you guys into a large portion of our personal lives in terms of our feelings and our emotions and how we react to things, but we don't really ever talk about the logistical parts. And so the logistics of owning a business with your best friend who you live across the country from trying to manage and juggle all of this stuff, it's really difficult to logistically run a business and it's difficult by yourself and it's difficult and neither of us have ever done this before. So putting, you know, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we commonly forget that, you know, I mean, I'll let you guys behind the curtain a little bit, like in order for us to do this in the right way and give you guys the best content that we possibly can, you know, it, it takes resources. So I feel like sometimes we're kind of out here floating and we feel really guilty about how we're doing this and how we're going about this. And then we always have to remind ourselves that we are literally on a mental health podcast about how difficult it is to executively function in a universe that is not built for us. And yet we feel so guilty that we can't make this work the same way that everyone else can because it is not built for us. I exactly. And the thing I want, I'm always trying to remind myself about, I have ADHD. I'm not saying that as a way of like an excuse or anything, but we sit here and we analyze how difficult things are with ADHD. Yet when I'm struggling to edit, to do these, all these logistic things, like I'm just trying to remind myself, I have ADHD too. You do too. So I, it's just, So actually what I wanted to talk about today, I talked a little bit about masking. Masking is pretty much the coping mechanisms and the behaviors that we develop to overcompensate for our ADHD challenges or to pretend like they don't really impact us. You know, the things we do to kind of appear like we're neurotypical. Um, And this isn't like, I don't want anyone to think of this as like a, an act or anything like that. Cause this is, these are coping mechanisms that we build over time. You know, if, and so it makes a lot of sense that if we've struggled with X, Y, Z our whole life, maybe we're going to overvalue our performance on in, you know, work or academics or, you know, the way that we look or things like that. Like we put so much emphasis on some things to overcorrect for these other challenges. And I just, we have to talk about it because this is exactly why so many women go undiagnosed. Because if we've developed all these coping mechanisms that are essentially hiding our ADHD symptoms, no wonder so many people go so long without getting diagnosed because those symptoms are hidden. Well, and then think about all the subconscious things that we do to to fit in. Like I'm struggling with this really acute thing right now where I have agreed to host 
I'm in this really cool thing. I'm in a really cool cookbook club. Everyone chooses a recipe from the cookbook and then we get together and then we eat all the food. What I didn't think about is how difficult it is for me to organize things. And I can Mm -hmm. tell that I've put it off and put it off, like choosing a date, picking the cookbook, you know, because I have to put a poll in this group text. It's a whole thing. And I put it off. Subcon part of it is I di- I kind of forgot, and then the other part of it is it's so overwhelming that I've just procrastinated. And I can tell some of the girls are getting a little bit frustrated with me, like, "Why did you agree to host this if you can't be on top of it?" And it's in kind ways. No one's being mean. They're all helping out and gently nudging me. I feel so unbelievably guilty and anxious about how poorly I've handled this that last night I started crying about it and I couldn't sleep for hours because I was just so nervous and anxious about it. And the way I get through it is I let people think that I'm irresponsible. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't handle this. People are going to think that I don't care and they're going to think I'm doing this on purpose and they're going to think that I'm irresponsible. And that is just something that I have to let them think, you know, and it's unfair. And I feel like these masking things that we do either subconsciously or consciously, like it helps us in the short term, but in the long term, it makes it really difficult yeah. to ask for help. That was exactly where I was going with this is that's one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most common ones that I see is like this inability to ask for help and just this like this weird pressure to just handle everything ourselves or not wanting to be a burden on anyone else. And it's so funny because we talk about this all the time. Like, Sam, if someone came to you and was like, I think I need a little bit. I think I'm a little overwhelmed. Do you think you could help me planning this month's blank or whatever? We would be so happy to help. Yet thinking of the alternative, thinking of you reaching out and saying that it's not an option. Like, I don't know why we hold ourselves to such different standards than we hold other people to. Like if someone else needed support or just a little bit of help making a decision because it was a lot of decisions, like we wouldn't think anything of it. Yet we've developed these habits to just like ignore all that and to absolutely kind of ruin ourselves dealing with it ourselves. Whatever needs we have just go out the door because we are using everything that we do have to just simply maintain whatever responsibilities we need to maintain, which is, you know, work and relationships and our house. Most of the time when I feel overwhelmed, I get sad and I cry. It happens when I, you know, there's a lot going on in my life. But for some reason right now, I'm feeling really angry. Like have all of this Mm -hmm. rage inside of me. And really it's probably about me and how I've handled things, but I can't, I don't know where to put it. So I'm so angry. And I was yelling, essentially yelling at you on the phone not at you in terms of what you were doing, just like yelling at you about these things that I was really frustrated with. I was being a little bit unfair on the phone to you and I was just rage dumping all of this stuff. And you were like, look, let's just get through today. And for some reason, and that's what I said to you last week. I was like, none of these (laughs) things that you're upset about can be solved in the state that you're in. So we just need to get through today. Sometimes that makes me so angry. Because I'm like, how many times do I have to just get through today? The reason that that at least helps me too is because it's like when we're in those dark places or having a really tough time, we need to recognize like we don't have the perspective and the tools that day or that moment to handle it. Like we kind of, we need to just get through it and then 
we can pick up the pieces on the other end. And I know that that's kind of what we're going through right now. And when you were going through that list of things that you were so frustrated with, and I was reminding you of just some other like positives, but I was saying, it's not, I don't want you to be like, yeah, I should be grateful. It's not that. I'm just saying these positives because your brain isn't allowing you to see them right now. Your brain is only fixating on the negatives and the the things that are taking up stress and anxiety. And so this is like one of the most common ways I think that we do mask. It's like we focus, our, our mind hyper fixates on the negatives. And so we overcorrect and we focus so much on just these things that we're either not good enough at or bad at. And it's just a really tough thing to have our brain focus on. We do this other masking thing where we are so over apologetic about whatever we're experiencing about all this stuff. And I think this whole episode actually feels, this is really therapeutic for us. Cause I feel like this is yeah. kind of the first time we can be honest about like, like guys, this podcast, like we're doing this, we are doing this. We've been trying and we are going to continue. We like love it, but it is hard. And I, th- it's a lot of logistics and it's a lot of, like Sam said, we are running a business and it is difficult when things get hard. And so I think like part of this episode or this conversation is like, we shouldn't feel bad for struggling. We have an ADHD podcast because we have ADHD. Like (laughs) that is part of it, you know, and we shouldn't have to sit here and apologize for these things that we're struggling with, you know? So I think just we're, I don't know. I just wanted to let you guys in on like we love this podcast and we love doing it and we're figuring out a way to make it work. But we also want to just be honest, like human to human that it's not easy and we do struggle. I just really want to be aware of when we're doing that, like excessively over apologizing for who we are, because the reason, again, the reason we have this podcast in the first place is because we are women with ADHD who enjoy talking about it. You know, we try and post every Wednesday and if it's not, on that Wednesday, it's not because we forgot. There's always a very specific reason. And most of the time, it's that one of us physically cannot function in the way that we need in order to put up a podcast. It's just, and I'm sure you guys feel that whether or not you have your own podcasts, like we're talking about podcasts right now, because that's what we're talking about. But like, I think I feel this a lot in the friendships that I have with people and and neither neither Alana nor I work in a very intense corporate culture. And I have a lot of friends who work for like Oracle or Accenture or like, you know, these large, large companies with very strict rules and regulations. And, you know, they're going into it and it's quarter one and it's all about renewed energy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners work in a very similar environment. And I especially think about all of our listeners that are students or all of our listeners that are teachers and they're entering a new semester and there's like a lot of pressure to 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 be a highly highly successful individual mm-hmm. in the yeah. new year and I think that like in order to get through that our masking yeah masking is a huge issue for us it is it really is and I think hopefully if this episode hopefully if this episode did anything I just want to give you you all the reminder to just give yourself grace and to recognize that like sometimes we're going to be in a mindset where we're like, Hmm, what can I do about this? What's a good tool? How should I work through this? You know, I'm feeling good. And then we're going to have days where it's like, you know what, I need to just get through this and that's okay too. And we need space for both. But I, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm glad we shared some of that, you know, background about the podcast with you guys. Cause I think it's been tough navigating this without sharing that. Like we want to be human and I don't know. I just feel a lot better. Um, we just, we really do value you all. And we want to put on this amazing, we want to have this podcast for you. We want it to be helpful and everything. And so I think we also, what comes with that is being realistic with ourselves and our ADHD brains. And so thank you for, you know, have allowing us to hold the space to feel those, feel those, you know, not so happy things all the time. Yeah. And I want to put in a word of positivity about masking. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes what you need to, sometimes you do just have to get through the day, you know, and I'm not saying that necessarily these habits are the healthiest long-term, but like sometimes it is okay to just cut corners and to do what you can to keep everything in line. Like mm-hmm. I've always been a supporter of the gray area. Not all the time. I don't think the gray area, you know, the, that the liminal space between not doing something wrong, but not doing something good either. I don't think it's good to exist there for long, but if you need to, sometimes it's okay. Yeah, no, I think that's a good a good reminder. If there's a tip I can give, sometimes I think it's helpful. I always tell Alana when I'm living in the gray area and it's, 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 it's nice to have a buddy there to keep you accountable in terms of like, you know, maybe you've been living in the gray area for a little too long or, you know, what can we do to help push you a little bit in one way or another or whatever. So maybe if you decide to live in that liminal space a little bit to clue someone in on so that you don't float there forever by yourself. Sometimes just tell someone. I think that's just, when I yeah. just like just telling you last week, like, I, I don't know. Again, it brings these things that, you know, when we are masking, we're burned out. We're, we're putting all this stuff on our shoulders. And it's like, sometimes we just have to like be honest with the people around us. Like, this is what I'm going through because we need help and we're all human. So we love you guys. We appreciate you. And I hope that everyone has a good week. Send us a message, say hi, and we will talk to you all next week. Yes. Talk to you guys next week. As always, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode. You can find me on Instagram at coaching by Alana, and you can find the podcast on Instagram at absolutely.adhd. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, write us a review so we can help share this information with more of you. Thank you so much for the support and we will talk to you next week.